Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is July 17th, and it is a big weekend. Fightful.com, the Fightful Wrestling Podcast. We got new graphics. We got a new co-host. We got Jeremy Lambert. We got a new camera angle. I'm looking at Jeremy, but I'm not looking at you guys. How does that make you feel, Jeremy? It feels good. I can stare into your eyes and see all the love just yeah. pouring out of your brain right now. Yeah, you've got a different camera <laughs> angle than me. It's much brighter, but the people can see my Kentucky piece of wood. They can see my original microphone. Ah, damn it, I can't have. I don't have any concept of direction. And they see a nice little thing of maple syrup. I still, I'm not used to this yet. Damn, this is like when I played Time Splitters on PS2 and I got stuck <laughs> on invert aim for the like next ten years, like. That, that's where we are now, but where we are with you guys is donate a super chat, any amount, get your question or statement read on the air, and we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, by the way, guys, if you're listening on the podcast feed, any number of like the 50 that we have, you probably notice a whole lot of interviews going up. Uh, I was posting those to our shoot interview section of the website. It's under our podcast feed or under our podcast section on fightful.com. Those interviews will now be going up on iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, all that good stuff as they go live on YouTube as well. So keep your eyes on that. Uh, the MMA stuff will likely be moving to a new thing in, next month. We've hired Shaquille Missouri. So keep your eye on that. But Jeremy, we got lots of stuff going on this weekend. A huge, huge weekend, and it starts in like two hours. Really, it starts now yeah. with this show, but yeah. then it really, really starts in two hours when I'm pretty sure a bunch of people are going to try to break the internet, at least the wrestling portion of it. And G Gallows and be... Anderson gave their deal to Satin? <laughs> What's he ever done? Satin? He's a... Am I going to say anything? I'm good. S Ryan, <laughs> you're supposed to be a WWE guy. You're turning uh, okay, your you back. Okay, you good. The, the whole thing is that he's – they all say he's a shill. Evidently not. I wish he was. Then I could have maybe gotten the interview. But we do have EC3. I didn't know it was shoot day on, on Friday nights. I did not, I oh, did yeah. not know it was shoot night on Friday. All right. Here's, well, here's this changes my whole perspective. If I'm doing a show with you every week, I've got to at least one-up the three shows that you do with Joe every week. <laughs> For those of you who, who don't know, Tuesdays you all do movie reviews. Thursdays you all do a new show. Saturday, you guys play TEW. Uh, so I mean, I I have to, I have to like verbally slay the Slayer of wrestling features, right? <laughs> That's true. He dropped two this week. Big week for Joseph Holbert. Yeah, yeah, he did. And uh, between him and Taylor Hendricks, it's like, man, I'll never have to write a feature again. I'm really excited. <laughs> like the two workhorses, they they are the the horsemen of of Fightful right now. Man, once. Once Shaquille joins, I'm not, I'm just I'm not gonna do anything. I'm gonna be like Don Callis and Impact, just drawing a check, man. 
That's that's what I'm Just here yell, for. Yell at us in the chat. Just yeah. Do this Rusev video. That's what you're gonna do. Do, do this, this Rusev video. This Rusev I, send, video. <laughs> I send you all a Rusev video every single day because these people send it to me and I love them. They're great. And they're like, "Hey, are, do these help?" And I'm like, "Yeah, they help." For some reason, no matter what Rusev says, people will click on it. Probably because he's not a bitter guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's one of those guys you know could have been used a lot better. So you know it's not like some angry, jaded view or something like that. But if you want an angry, jaded view, I did an interview with EC3 this week. Also, if you want an even angrier view, I interviewed uh, Kylie Ray last week. Make sure you guys check that out. But as you mentioned, talking shop, uh, there's going to be something else that drops at midnight, just so you all know. I can't put it out there yet. Kind of embargoed, so to speak. But... Tomorrow, UFC, new flyweight champion, Impact Slammiversary. I'm very excited for that. Uh, they're bringing in even more people than I thought. Sunday's Extreme Rules, the, the horror, horror show. show at Extreme Rule. Thank you. Get Jinx, it right. Pinch, poke, <laughs> you owe me a Coke. Uh, but what are you most looking forward to this weekend? Uh, Slammiversary, because I, I don't, I'm not even looking forward to the matches. I mean, the matches are good. Like Willie Matt, Chris Bay, Jordan, uh, Jordan Grace, and, uh, Deanna Perrazzo, really looking forward to those two matches, but all the teases they have done for this are, is outstanding. And like, it seems like they're going to deliver. We, we know they're, they've got some people in their, uh, up their sleeve. You're saying they got more. So yeah. it seems like they're going to deliver something. So I'm looking forward to Slammiversary. Well, guys, if you've been teasing your wiener and it's still not getting hard, our friends at Blue Chew can help you out. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work, but they work a little bit faster because they're chewable. They work a little bit better, and they're, they're cheaper, man. They're cheaper. How about free? You ever heard of free? You ever? I, they say nothing in life is free. I mean, well, that that could be the case, but but not with not with Blue Chew. As long as you pay that five dollars to the mailman, we'll get back to him on another show. <laughs> but this stuff, like I said, same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. But it's ready on your schedule, whether whether you're ready or not, and it gets it gets you there, my friends. It doesn't have to be about not having the performance. Sometimes it's about that confidence. Confidence is key. It is very important. As, as you know, any big match performer will let you know. Maybe you want to go five rounds. You want to keep a flyweight pace, so to speak. You want to be like Benavidez and Figueredo this weekend. You, you don't want to be like Moose and Tommy Dreamer. No offense, guys. No offense, guys. But the pace is going to be a little bit slower. Blue Chew will help you. They prescribe it online through affiliated physicians. Ship it straight to your door in a discreet package. You don't have to go to the pharmacy and hang out. Use that code FIGHTFUL. Get your first shipment free. Hit them up at Blue Chew on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us. Hey, by the way, we're shilling cereal again. I'm pretty excited about that. Why can't but, I get cereal? I, I, you well, don't send I, me any cereal. I probably could make that happen right now. I, I probably could. I'll, I'll see what I can do. But we got some super chats. Evan Wright says, love the distraction. Priority viewing. Well, it's, it's hey, you know what? If there's anything that I like about our audience, it's that they have low standards. So they're easy <laughs> to please. That's what we're here for, Jeremy. Uh, One day and, Sean will watch the show and it just won't exist anymore. Yeah, because <laughs> that's my whole thing. I don't want to do a show if it's not the best version of like a, a SmackDown recap there is. Anakin says, "One question for Jeremy: Which is the better album, Reputation or 1989?" Um, Reputation. Red is my favorite Taylor Swift album. Reputation was uh, I like the the bitter kind of angry Taylor Swift, yeah. and Reputation was the better live show as well. I will say. I'll say 1989 because I don't give a damn about her bad reputation. Evan Wright <laughs> says, Sean, you got to make sure you ignore every other monitor. You look, got to look at the co-hosts and guests and nothing else. The bodacious barefoot bro. Did you see where somebody was trashing me because I, I look off here and there? <laughs> I, I was like, Come on, I, I've got the Zordon set up here. I've got three cameras rocking right Are you here. the hacker? Are you the hacker? I, I am the hacker. I'm the hacker. J.K. Schwal says, Jeremy, is Alexa the biggest heel for the Lakers prediction? Go Bucks or Thunder? Definitely not Sixers. <laughs> Definitely not Sixers. Their, their team is run by a coward. Why, how could anyone like 
the the Sixers. Is she bigger heel for the Lakers prediction? No, she's cliche for the Lakers prediction, yeah. if anything. It, the thing is, like, I, I like my job anyway, but in a week, it's going to probably get, it'll be one of the more fun Fridays over the next couple of weeks. Yes. Because we've got sports coming back. Like, we got baseball, we got basketball. I mean, I, I could watch a good four bagger in a cornhole game every Saturday, and I do, but. Throwback27, our dude, uh, go go uh, give him some love at youtube.com slash throwback27. He's getting some good numbers for somebody just starting out. He says, break the wall down. The Kings are here. Tonight show was a redemption show. Amazing to see Jeremy on. Let's go Fightful. I did think this was a redemption show. It was way better than last week. I disagree. This week did not have the karaoke showdown. Oh, and I mean, they had a recap of it, which... Cool. I wanted the real. I wanted karaoke showdown part two, sing along boogaloo, and it God didn't damn. deliver. Very disappointing. Oh, man. Like, here's the thing I'm not used to sarcasm out of either Warren or Denise. So when you say I disagree, I was immediately like, <gasps> throwback also says Sean needs a Cincinnati Red sign in his office while wearing a Bo Sox jersey. This show was wicked good. Only uh, down was Hope of Evolution 2. I'm about to. I have one sitting right over there that one of our great, great mods, Rob Wilkins, sent me as like an office warming gift. I love it. It's like a it's like a wool banner with all the logos. I love it. It is badass. So that will uh, be hanging in here on occasion here and there. Reminder, guys, I donate those super— I have that same banner. Huh? I have that same banner. Do you? I have one of the, the Avs, the Thunder, the Reds— and uh, the Panthers, and it's yeah. I, I love my them. mom used to work for a place where they get those banners, and so I just got them all for free. I send love me something it. though, Rob. Yeah, yeah. You all can just send us stuff if you want. Yeah. I mean, I know that there will be some doofuses on Twitter that will think I'm dead serious about that, but I mean, somebody sent me an autographed Nikolai Volkov comic book one time. <laughs> I think I won a bet actually with that. Hannah Moore said, "About to get a friends and family pass." From anyone, if they do Evolution 2, Hannah will exhaust all of her resources to make that happen. And she has some. She has some. But let's get into SmackDown. We, we do have to talk about it. I thought it was a pretty damn good show, honestly. Within 20 minutes, it was already better than last week. But I want to ask you, Jeremy, being the sarcastic asshole that you are, were you hoping for a totally dog shit show for your first night. No, I was uh, I was hoping for a good show. I would much <laughs> rather review a good show with something to talk about than just have nothing to talk about. I mean, we we struggle every week on the distraction to like come up with like good topics that were like, yeah, this is really interesting to us to the point where now we're doing like retro topics uh and and challenge ratings bits. So, uh if it's a good show, I, I much prefer that. We do have some more super chats. Joseph Farley says, Getting high before SmackDown was the best decision tonight. <laughs> also, that Kentucky Wood piece is so dope, I need it. Well, um, I wish you would have said that before I did the Blue Chew segue. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I actually, I, I never smoke unless I'm going to sleep. But, Jeremy, have you ever partaken before SmackDown. Have you ever partaken before a show that you know is going to be so bad that you feel like, ah, I got to get through it? No, because I have to work during the That's shows. The and so I I can't always do it after the shows, though. That, that's when, uh, yeah. That's that's the the reason why I give people they're like oh you you do you partake on occasion but only when you sleep well yeah I use it medicinally as possible the rare occasion that I do wrestling is so crazy like I don't want to smoke marijuana and then all of a sudden get a message in the chat Hulk Hogan has waved his penis at traffic <laughs> right about it yeah well good luck with that good luck with that yeah exactly that's why. I only do it when I feel like it's a free and clear night, and then I, you know, make random tweets. Ball don't lie worldwide says, do you think SmackDown might get canceled? No, I don't think so. They're, they're doing all right right now. I mean, the numbers aren't great, but I, I don't think they're they're anywhere close to getting canceled. Anakin JMT says, where would we even send you stuff? I could send my son to you in a handicap match. With Hannah's kids against you. I think sending kids in the mail is a bad idea. Uh, Reddit told me so. I do, I do not want, like, some big fightful conspiracy theory sending kids to the mail. But fighting kids, like, 
fighting kids? Sure. Go ahead and fight kids. I mean, just the Miz, the Miz loves fighting kids, Sean. I don't know if you know this, but this was revealed on Santa's little helper. Yeah. Okay. So I haven't watched that for sure. For <laughs> sure. Haven't watched that, but you have, did you, is that what you all were? That's what you all reviewed this week. I like that. You're uh, not even waiting weeks. until December. Oh, if you've seen this movie, this was a Christmas movie that was, that took place in July. So it Fair. was perfectly acceptable. Fair. Oh my gosh. And and we're kind of wrapping up the super chats before SmackDown. Evan Wright says, Love the AEW NXT review on Select 2. Amazing seeing the transition from uh, these shows were even to now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, AEW is much better. Yeah, I mean that's that's how it is, and I'm learning that as I can watch these shows without without being ready setting up for a full podcast thing, I get them both watched by ten ten Eastern. Like I get them watched by ten ten Eastern. I'm able to, to handle like the, the other business that I need to handle by 8.15 and be home. And uh, I, I'm enjoying it a lot more, and I get to give you all that review on Wednesdays. But we got to review SmackDown. What the hell were these backstage promos, Jeremy? AJ, what does that I mean, even like stand them. for? All, all really, I mean, it stands for arrogant jackass, apparently. Maybe. Do learned. you know what it stands for, Sean? Do, do you think it stands for Arrogant Jackass? Do you think for Oh, all right, shoot names over here. It is Shoot yeah. Friday, so yeah. Apple Jacks? Maybe Apple Jacks. I don't know if we've uh It's Alan serious. Jones, Undertaker put it out there. It's K it's like K Fabe now. Come on. Come on. By the way, guys, I have an interview with Air Paris of all people in the can. AJ Styles WCW partner. I hit him up, and I was like, hey, you want to do an interview? And he's like, I don't know who would want to hear that. And I said, ah, who cares? I do. So <laughs> we did it, and it was real good. He re- he basically says if they would have signed the deals that they were first offered, they would have been the lowest paid wrestlers in WCW history, which doesn't surprise me. But after all these shitty promos, we got Cesaro and Big E just slapping meat up against each other, and this was really good. What would you think of this one? This match ruled. Um, Cesaro... Always awesome. Biggie, always awesome. I love the sharpshooter into the crossface spot, which, um, and then Biggie powered out. That led to the finish. Biggie using the Brock lock. Now I want to see Biggie against Brock, but I, I love this match. Give me more of Cesaro and, and Biggie. The belly to belly suplexes that Biggie does in succession are really great. They were hitting each other hard. I like Cesaro and, and Gulak have been doing this thing where they do a scoop slam, but they, they like, drop when they do it they go to their knees or they fall all the way down really really dig that uh i love the neutralizer that cesaro did it's like why why didn't this start the feud this was awesome and of course they're setting up the table match but i thought somebody's about to get put to the table but kofi did a tope con hilo that was awesome too and the heels scampered off because you you can't you can't do the payoff right here, so they're going to do a tables match. Sure, they did. They did the table spot last week. Yes, yes, <laughs> they did the payoff last week. I have, I have breaking news, big scoop oh on the SmackDown tag team title match. All right, Sean, you ready for this? I don't know if you caught this before the match. Michael Cole mentioned there was a fan vote, a Snickers and Dollar General fan vote, where fans voted uh, for the stipulation for Extreme Rules. And then the it came down. It was so close. This voting was so close. It came down to a tables match and a cage match. And that's why they did this match to decide this, right? I don't know if anybody caught this. I did because I was very – I was like, did I miss this article? Did, was this announced and I just didn't write about this? I researched this, Sean. Here's what happened. They announced this before WrestleMania, this, you know, Snickers-Mars partnership. They mentioned Dollar General. Nowhere on the press release does it mention a fan vote. I yeah. found the voting site. The voting site, the voting lasted from March 31st to April 19th. So they did this vote that ended in April for this match in July. There were three picks. You could pick from Falls Count Anywhere, Steel Cage, or Tables Match. And apparently it was so close between Steel Cage and Tables match that they needed this match to decide the stipulation. Big scoop. Everyone credit me for this scoop. First off, I want to ask you in all seriousness, is this true? 
Yes. One hundred percent true. The fact that I don't know. I, I've told Jeremy this multiple times. Jimmy Van has messaged me saying, "What is Jeremy talking about? Is he serious?" <laughs> I think I've actually put in my Twitter bio now, like 95% of my tweets are sarcastic. Yeah. I had to throw that everything I write isn't a report. You've got to put like, not everything I say is me actually saying things. (laughs) (laughs) This is 100% true though, because I, and it really stemmed from, I thought, I don't know when they announced this. They've never mentioned this before. And I just thought I missed like this big fan vote article. And no, I don't think they've ever talked about it once, but I did my research on this. Now, first off, I hope this is a good, like, to me, it should be, you have to eliminate each, uh, like each team consecutively. Like I want to see two people going through tables back to back or make it elimination tables match, make it, Make it where you got to put three people through a table. Like I don't want just this one little table break stuff. No way. No way. Well, here it is. The biggest moment of the week. This pissed me off, Jeremy. Alexa Bliss has uh, is out there with Nikki Cross on Moment of Bliss. Why? Uh, Why was this... What what was wrong with this? Bailey, I, I love all the ingredients involved. I just want to say that I think these four are incredible. Five are incredible. Bailey and Sasha come out. Her Bailey yelling at the cameraman to move, and Nikki Cross saying "Don't yell at him" was great. Uh, Bailey and Sasha cut a promo, but Oscar is the special guest. I thought she was coming out there to announce Evolution too, Jeremy. I think a lot of people worked themselves into a shoot about. Evolution 2, Chelsea Green, Mickey James. Uh, Joseph picked me, uh, the, pitched me a very good Mickey James storyline that obviously we didn't get tonight and probably will never get. Um, my expectation was that Nikki Cross was going to be the guest, so I was not disappointed that Asuka ended up being the guest. Well, they played off of that. I think a lot of people thought that it would be Nikki Cross, and she's like, oh, it's me! <laughs> and it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> and it was amazing. Uh, Evan Wright says, longest-term booking I've ever seen from WWE. Yes, 100%. I, Joe Holbert, your, your co-host, had a great article about Nikki Cross this week. Uh, it ruled so much, and she has been awesome. She has been a, a call-up success story. Granted, she wasn't, because the way that this angle started, if you remember, Jeremy, is that WWE used her so little that when Alexa Bliss just noticed her, she was so happy that somebody yeah. noticed her <laughs> that she became her best friend. So uh, not not a high bar there, but you get this tag match, and WWE tried to explain it. They said, oh, because she's got a title defense against Sasha, she can be on the show. I'm like, you all announced this brand-to-brand invitational jack shit months ago. Now, here's the funny thing. When Heyman got fired, I reached out to a bunch of people like, hey, is this still around? And they were adamant that it was. They were adamant that it was still there. And they're like, oh, it's only four four times a year. It's it's simple. And I said, it's really not simple at all, the way that you all do things. And there was no mention of it tonight. No. I, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, is this part, like, are they using one of their invitational whatever things on Asuka? And, yeah, the fact that they didn't mention it, it's like, all right, of course they're not going to mention that. Of course not. Yeah. Just why would they? Oh, my God. So the tag match is good, but I don't need to see these people wrestle all the time before they have a match. It makes it seem less special. I want to see Asuka and Sasha because I haven't seen it much. I want to see Bailey and Nikki because I haven't seen Nikki compete against the champion that much. Uh, the match was really good. The, the, those four are amazing. Asuka gets a great hot tag. I love that she used Nikki Cross's apron attack. They dance together. And Nikki Cross rules. You can tell that she's feeling it right now. You can tell that she knows that she's really good. She does that tornado DDT and Bailey cheats. And wins with her feet on the ropes. I, I like the match. I just don't like that it happened, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I'm i all about this Nikki Cross Asuka tag team. Uh, if Alexa turns on, on Nikki, like everyone's saying, let Nikki go find Asuka. If Kyrie leaves as well, let Nikki go find Asuka and let them be a tag team. Because they rule. 
like they they have really good chemistry already the dancing stuff they're just two kind of like weirdos in the best way possible and coming together it's great and sasha and bailey they're an excellent tag team they're the best tag team in the world of all time of all time history uh the way they cut off the ring and and really isolate an opponent is great so i'm with you i love this match i didn't mind seeing it it's it's simple booking hey we got these matches we got these one-on-one matches this weekend let's do a tag team match beforehand i didn't mind it bailey and sasha are backstage bragging uh uh, they're grabbing the belts though slamming them together cheers uh nikki's doubting herself and then nikki just beats bailey's ass (laughs) and then alexa pulls her off i thought this was fine too um nikki and alexa were watching the television correctly i was a big fan of that that they were just staring directly at the television bailey is a scientist now she is she's not a historian though sean because she said you know it's nikki cross's first time one-on-one opportunity for the title incorrect incorrect on smackdown in november 2019 Bailey uh, put the title on the line against Nikki Cross. So Nikki Cross has had a one-on-one title shot before. You do way too much research for this show. <laughs> this this is not typically what I do either. Usually during these shows, I, I'm writing like articles that will go up in three yeah. days or something. But now that I'm doing this podcast, I'm taking notes, Sean. I appreciate I'm a professional. It. I appreciate a professional. it. Have you ever listened to Michael Rappaport's podcast? No. He refuses to fact check. That's his whole gimmick. No <laughs> fact checking allowed ever. Uh, throwback27. Check out his uh, channel, youtube.com slash throwback27. He says, when Sean says Alexa, my Amazon Echo goes off. <laughs> Alexa, send Sean Ross Sapp my social security number. Let's see how many of those I get. If I get a bunch of emails from people with Amazon Echoes, uh, uh, you know. He says, my hot take went down in the crapper when this segment went down. No evolution, no mid-card title. Do you think we're getting evolution too? No, no, I don't. I know people really, this would have been the week to announce it, right? Like they, I guess the week isn't technically over, but this would have been the week to do it. They pushed this five-year anniversary of the women's evolution thing. They had Stephanie on the bump and everybody thought, oh, it's coming there. They had Alexa tonight. Oh, it's coming there. Like maybe they'll announce it in like a cinematic movie on on Sunday. Like it'll be a cinematic announcement. I think that's how they should do it. Anakin JMT saying Jeremy is proving why he deserves a race. Technically, he's getting one by being on this show. And I'm (laughs) still I'm still giving you your UFC money, even though you don't have to cover UFC anymore. So there we go. I like when people message Sean or message me and say I deserve a raise for my headlines. I agree. Tell Sean that every single day. Yeah, tell tell me that because I'm def- <laughs> I'm the I control all the money. I allocate all the money. Apparently, is what I hear. <laughs> Braun Strowman squashed uh, John Morrison. Um, I liked the Bray Wyatt promo before this too, and I have not traditionally been a big fan of Bray Wyatt promos like that, but. I thought this one was really good. He says, once you come to the swamp, you never really leave. And the monster that he created and Braun Strowman has been scratching and waiting to come home. And I'm sitting there saying, let him come home. Because new Braun Strowman sucks ass. It ain't fun. I want to watch him, like, eat somebody. Or, I don't know, flip a, a trailer over or something. Like, do, do something like that. And that's the Braun that we got tonight. It's just that that, that object that he destroyed was a human being. Uh, I love these Bray Wyatt segments, whether he's at the swamp or the fun house. Bray is such a good just kind of character actor and promo that I think they, they always hit. Um, the Braun yelling, I could live kind of without. Like, it was fine, it. but he just like, yelled and screamed. I was like, all right, dude. But then he killed Morrison, and I thought that was great. I loved that. And then he was sweating all over the microphone, looking like Patrick sweating Ewing in the fourth spit. quarter on that microphone. <laughs> sweating and spitting and drooling yeah. everywhere. It was amazing. <laughs> I loved it. Um, he used this old head and arm choke finish that he did back in the day. Um that ain't going to tap out anybody in the UFC the way I saw him apply it, but hey, whatever. <laughs> I thought this was really good. The Miz and Morrison sold the hell out of this. Yes. Uh, I would not have had Lacey come right through and make light of it. I would have legitimately just had her concerned, like, damn, that sucks for him. 
But I thought they, they made Braun look like a million bucks. And it doesn't take that much to make Braun look like a million bucks. He can destroy a bunch of people. But I thought that they, they helped him out a whole lot. I uh, Yeah, I love the way they they had Morrison sell this. They brought the stretcher out, made it seem like he, that was how he needed to go out. Miz carrying him to the back. I didn't mind the Lacey stuff because she just like walked by and just meant, why would Lacey Evans care about the well-being of John Morrison? Like She has no reason to care about him. So I didn't hate that Lacey Evans did that. My social security joke. Apparently, apparently hers turned on and said, that's so nice. Do you need anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, send Sean Ross at my bank and routing information. <laughs> You're going to get sued or something. Listen, listen, I'm not doing it. It's 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 the machines. You're going to get Amazon sued, which is fine. Yeah. They have enough money as it is. Mandy Santos says, it's missing Mandy and Sonya hour. I do miss them. I mean, you can only speculate on why they're gone, but they are among the batch of people that have been gone since WWE actually decided to test human beings. Uh, for COVID-19. I'm not saying they have it. I don't know. I don't know any, I, I know one person who has it, uh, or had it, but, uh, hope they're back soon. Cause I hate that this keeps getting delayed, but you know what? If they wanted to hold it off for SummerSlam. I'd be all right with that. Whatever. Anakin save J- it till WrestleMania. There you go. Anakin JMT says, Miz has to fight kids cause he gets yelled at by Maurice while playing video games. I had wrestlers that messaged me about that, and they're like, damn, man, I would get a divorce. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. First off, I'm not critiquing Miz's looks or anything like that. But if you land Maurice, you just take that one on the chin and you say, you know what? I was wrong. You were right. Let's move past this amicably. (laughs) What did you think when you saw Miz get yelled at by Maurice? Oh, that was amazing. I related very much to that, actually. So, look, I'm not saying divorce might be the best option. Not for Miz, definitely not. But, you know, it happens. Um, uh, but I, I felt bad for Miz. I was like, this man just wants to play his video games, and he's out here getting yelled at by his wife. I felt terrible for him. Oh, God. Uh, some more Alexa responses. <laughs> They're just going to keep going <laughs> off right now. It said, sorry, I don't have one. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of burn notice. Throwback is Michael Weston. He's been burned as a spy. He has no no assets, no social security number. He's stuck in Miami somewhere with Bruce Campbell. I think it's Alexa saying she doesn't have a bank account. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, we know that's a lie. <laughs> we know that's a lie. They're going to get, yeah, I bet. Uh, Hannah Moore says that she says, I'm sorry. I don't seem to have that. <laughs> Brian Morey says odds. Otis appears in the swamp disguised as an alligator for the money. In the I, bank cash in. I definitely thought about Otis just like randomly showing up, uh, popping out of the swamp or something. Um, I don't think they're going to do it, but I do think that'd be amazing. He could be a caterpillar. He could just like caterpillar his way onto the screen and then, or they can get an actual like CGI, not actual CGI. They can do a CGI caterpillar, and then it transforms into Otis for this match. I mean, they might have to. None of those people have been on SmackDown lately, so you can only assume they're not cleared. Only assume. That's not saying a lot. I mean, as I reported this week, Vanessa Bourne got called up in February and hasn't been yet. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Used. Uh, but ah oh, man, I, I I would like to see him involved in this. He seems like the kind of person that could benefit from this. Anakin says, my Alexa is set to computer like in Star Trek. So you can say it all you want. I need to get one. Do they really make life that easier? I guess I'll find out. I don't think so. Anakin also asks, Hey, why doesn't commentary or Cesaro mention that he was a part of the tag team that ended new days, record breaking reign. It would make him even more of a threat because he knows how to beat them. I wish they would. I mean, 
admittedly, WWE has been better this year, Jeremy, about um, rewarding people who have watched long-term. I mean, the Firefly Funhouse was nothing but that. Yeah, um, the Cesaro stuff, it would be nice if they mentioned it, but I... Don't don't get your expectations that I Fair. just don't get your expectations that I. But they did say, I guess they said like, oh, do Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura have New Day's number? They could have just put something yeah. in there. You know, Corey Graves could have been like, yeah, Cesaro does. He's on up, up, down, down all the time. Of course, he has their number. Reminder, guys, donate a super chat any amount. Get your question or statement read on the air. Um, speaking of Bray Wyatt, I don't know if you caught this in my EC3 interview, but. He actually started to film his vignettes that you've seen the day that he got fired, before he got fired. But he told me that he was hesitant to pitch it to WWE. And his his direct quote was, I was about to pitch it, and then I saw The Fiend lose to Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> and I was like, do I really want to pitch something that I think is really cool to them? It's hard to disagree with him. They should have put the 24-7 title on him again, yeah. is what I think. Um, they would have turned it down because they're like, this guy talks? No, that's not his That's not his thing. He doesn't talk. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even ask him about that. I'll, I'll interview him again. But, I mean, there's so much stuff to talk to him about. Uh, by the way, keep your eye on his Facebook page legitimately. Didn't think I'd ever say that when promoting anything. <laughs> Evan writes, uh, by the way, follow ours. Facebook.com slash Fightful Online. We're trying to increase our presence there. Evan Wright says, hope to see a karaoke gauntlet match next week. Yes, 100%. Uh, well, that, first off, let me let me approach this this other super chat. Anakin says, do we hear Bray's old theme Sunday? I think we do in cinematic fashion. Yeah. And about the karaoke gauntlet match, I can't believe they referenced it. They should have just <laughs> let it go. No. That was such Tamina dog shit. won. Tamina was robbed oh, in the karaoke on. segment. One hundred percent robbed. Come on. I don't even think she did a line, but she was headbanging. She was into it. Tamina was robbed. Woof. DJ Cass says is Lacey a heel again? Yeah, evidently. Evidently, uh, this was a short match. It, whatever. Naomi almost spiked herself on the Hurricane Rana. That was scary. But I love the finish. Tying up Naomi's hair, catching her with a woman's right. That was fine. It was harmless, I thought. The finish is fine until you look back and you see they kind of make Naomi look stupid yeah. too often. Remember when she got pinned by her shirt yep. in Saudi Arabia? I it was it was good. It was kind of creative. I just I want more from Naomi. I wish they would do more with her and they just kind of make her look like a dork too often and it sucks. I I completely agree. You the thing is, nobody wants to root for a dumbass, and they make too many people look like dumbasses. And yeah. they're not dumb. They're not dumb. Charlie Wolf says the headlines are nice. The thumbnails are the money, brother. I love how much Carlos has like started to embrace that in the last few months. He like <laughs> he'll he'll find something that I'm like, oh, this is a Jeremy, and then I'll see that byline, and I'm like, ah, Carlos. <laughs> I've taught him well. I've taught him well. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Evan Wright says, I rewatched Dominion and the New Japan, New Japan Cup Finals, and Kevin Kelly calling the evil heel turn was the greatest commentary of the year. Best out there right now. Hard for me to disagree with that. Uh, I am really loving Tony Schiavone, too, though. Like, I, I love that Tony Schiavone is getting another crack at it after, quite frankly, people did not... I, I am one of those. I did not appreciate what I had in Tony Schiavone 20 years ago. Uh, but I love Kevin Kelly as well. Who's your, who's your top commentator going right now? It would have to be Kevin Kelly. I actually haven't watched the – I watched the New Japan Cup like actual tournament the day late, so I had English commentary, but I watched the finals and Dominion Live, so I had the Japanese commentary, and I'm not going to go back to watch it just for Kevin Kelly's commentary. But I can imagine it was very good. Our guy Myron Kidd says, Naomi deserves better is trending. Enough said. There you go. I, I think you're right. Yeah, and she does. She does. She's openly stated she would like to be in a tag team. So put her in a tag team. And I'm not talking about bringing back Cameron and giving her that shitty music either. Like, give her give her a real tag team. She you wants want to... Ember and Bianca. She said it a million times. Team me. I mean, I know Ember's out. Who knows when she's going to well, come back. But 
do a Bianca and Naomi tag team. Yeah, and I know people are like, they're on different brands. All right, why are they on different brands? Everything's happening at the Performance <laughs> Center right now. It literally doesn't matter. Her husband is sitting at home nursing a knee injury. The other Uso isn't wrestling. You don't have to worry about keeping them all together right now. You can switch them whenever you want. Bianca's over there teaming with her new best friend, Ruby Riot. <laughs> I had somebody talking to me about how weird, speaking of uh, Naomi and, and Ruby, or speaking of Ruby Riot, because they, they automatically made Bianca her best buddy. Somebody was referring to the Jeff Hardy and Sheamus thing that we're about to talk about because they've delayed it and delayed it because Sheamus wasn't cleared. He was up on the video screen. Does, doesn't take a whole lot to figure out the guy wasn't cleared to be there. And they said, yeah, then they delayed it because they made Jeff Hardy Undertaker's surrogate understudy for some weird fucking reason. <laughs> and I'll tell oh, you, there is off a the, reason. Yeah, it was so weird. But... <laughs> Jeff goes, you can't run or hide from addiction. And then Seamus pops up and attacks him. And I'm like, listen, Seamus has not been there. We can all speculate why he hasn't been there and why they've been delaying the match. Why couldn't they just say, if they weren't going to have him do it tonight, they were going to have them do it at another taping, why couldn't they have just said, Seamus has been suspended for two weeks because of his conduct? And then they'll have the match, like, two weeks down the line, everything's safer. This was stupid. At least they're keeping it on SmackDown. They're keeping the infection isolated. Then they're amputating it. They're cutting the, the, the infected leg off, Jeremy. Why was... Why did Sheamus have a microphone when he was talking to Jeff Hardy, who was right there? That's the thing that bothered me the most about this segment, is Sheamus just stood there, or <laughs> guess crouched there, with a microphone as he's just talking to Jeff Hardy. It was so dumb. Uh, I will be happy when this is over. Jeff can get his redemption, and hopefully we never have to hear about his addiction or anything again. If you want to bring it up as a redemption, fine, but don't do a full storyline on it. It's well, it's horrible. And Jeff is the Undertaker's understudy because in 2002, I'm actually rewatching this era right now. They had that ladder match, and yes. that was when Jeff Hardy became this like big monumental single star. So it's yeah. all tied together. That's the long term booking of WWE. Except he didn't, and then he left the company the next year. But still, <laughs> but still, Hannah Moore says I. Want to know why Sheamus never got arrested for running over Elias? Could they prove it? <laughs> like, on our injury report, it literally has Elias got ran over by a goddamn car. <laughs> that poor guy. It was never proven to be Sheamus, right? He just, it was just set up. They didn't, they did not do an investigation on this. I think ROH ran the investigation for this, and they just couldn't find any yeah. proof. Yeah. I think she Jeff Hardy should be canceled because he immediately profiled Seamus. There are a lot of red... Like, it could have been Kyle O'Reilly doing Could have been Conan. Could've I don't been... know if Conan has a beard, but could have been Conan. Conan, Conan or Conan? Conan O'Brien. Could have been Conan say, If it's Conan, he only refers to himself as K-Dog, and that's why he can't get into WWE. Have you ever heard that story? <laughs> no. This sounds amazing, though. Oh, he got mad at Bruce Pritchard for telling it. So when the Radicals came into WWE or WWF, there were a bunch of people that, that sent their shit in. Conan was one of them, but he called Bruce Pritchard and he said, yo, it's K-Dog. And <laughs> Bruce Pritchard did not know who K-Dog was. He knew who Conan was. He said, all right, buddy, will you send in some tapes, okay? <laughs> so he asked Conan, who was literally at one point one of the most popular members of the NWO Wolfpack, <laughs> to send in tapes to them. And Eddie was like, Bruce, did you ask Conan to send in tapes? And he's like, no. <laughs> and he was like, he said he called you. And he's like, no, he didn't call me. He's like, yeah, he said he called you and said, hey, what's up? It's K-Dog. And he's like, oh. <laughs> so Conan could have been in WWF during that period. Well, this but is he how he gets in now. Now he has, he's got red hair and a red beard, and that's who <laughs> K-Dog is. Um, so this Seamus Def Hardy thing. Did you see the article that got written on Fightful about how how Vince reacted? Vince acted like Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus at Backlash was 
Diesel yeah. and Shawn Michaels against Razor Ramon and One Two Three Kid on Action Zone in '94. Like he thought it was the greatest thing he had ever seen. Ah, oh, great shit! Ah, oh, amazing. Good job. And Jeff's like, I don't, I don't know. I was blown up. I was blown up, man. Uh, I mean, like Vince advertises a match beforehand as the greatest match ever. He advertised the wrong match as the greatest match ever is what he did because it was obviously Jeff Hardy and Sheamus at Backlash. That was the true greatest match ever. And we're getting more super chats about this. Uh, Hannah says, also, did they get Braun glasses? Because his big ass said that he saw Jeff doing it. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. No eyewitness testimony at all. He's not a credible witness. Uh, sir, this man has overturned a tractor trailer. He has thrown people. He is not a credible witness. Drew Nicholas says, He's the champion. Is... He's the champion. How are you not going to believe the champion? Drew says, Why has there been no mention of Elias since the hit and run angle? Has he decided to sit out? No, he's legitimately hurt. They use that to cover up his injury. And as you know, in WWE, if you're hurt, then also your tag team partner is off the show. And they don't refer to you. They act like you're gone forever. There you go. Charlie Wolf says, you said Cameron, and it made me think of every time I had to walk into the break room at work and see Funk is on a roll on Fox News this year. Nightmares. I thought I was done with him. I really did. I thought I was done with Tyrus. That theme song has been used for Cameron, Naomi, Xavier Woods, Lord Tenzai, Brodus Clay, Ernest Miller, Lamont, and get this, God at Backlash 06. What an amazing appearance by God. That's one of my favorite. Re- That's like peak wrestling that just yes. God comes out and Vince's like dance. <laughs> yes. Do you know how upset I am that God was booked at Rep Arena 40 minutes from my house and I didn't go see it? Oh, you should be that. Oh, I would never live that down if I got a chance to see God live and didn't. And he was 45 minutes away and I did not go. I mean, some could say that you could see it every Sunday. No matter where you are, but you, I get what you mean. Nocturnal no. era. No, he was there. He was on that <laughs> Sunday dancing, competing against Vince and Shane McMahon. That was the only time God has ever appeared that we could have seen him. That I hope we the did day that, that the rapture happens and God returns. Like, <laughs> what are y'all talking about? I was in Lexington in 06. <laughs> Maybe the if the buy rate was higher, I would have came back. <laughs> they would have given me a bigger cut of the paper. Like Sean let me down in that match. I don't actually remember who won. <laughs> Nocturnal Era says WWE Southpaw Wrestling is returning this summer with season three. And in season two, they even called Showdown in the Swamp. Make of this what you will. To me, without Gallows and Anderson. Eh. Yeah. Anakin says the fact that Jeff hasn't even had his court date for his DWI means he's not even passed the consequences yet, and WWE wants to throw it in his face. That was a concern. Quite frankly, had a bit of a discussion with his brother about this. It ain't it ain't okay for them to do that. Ain't okay for them to do that. Yeah, Matt put out there that like it's unnecessary pressure yeah. on him. And now his date's pushed back to September. It's you know, it's supposed to be like way earlier this year, but COVID in North Carolina can't do anything right anyway, so it's like September now. I I agree. Evan Wright says, with uh, which WWE did more stuff with hurt people? AEW does it wonderfully with Britt Baker. Yeah, they've knocked it out of the park. She's gotten way more over. And that's the thing. Like When we saw Britt Baker get hurt, we kind of could tell already Like she was going to get more over not wrestling. Yeah. And that helped with Austin, too. I mean, it didn't help. Him getting hurt didn't help. It, it rid us of more years of him. Uh, also, can't wait for the amazing pop Elias gets when he beats down best heel in the business, Baron Corbin. Thanks, Bruce. Oh, boy. Throwback27 says, damage car, check. Broken glasses, check. Beat up a bartender, check. This is why we can't have nice things. Stop these segments. Get in the ring. They're not even getting in the ring. They're going to bar fight. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that, though. I don't know if it's going to be cinematic, but did you ever bar fight? Uh, I think it's like the No Mercy games. They were great to do the bar fight matches. Fun fact. 
there are actual clips of me in a bar fight on YouTube. Okay, well, now I've got to research this. I don't think you'd be able to find it, but I might send (laughs) you a link and tell you the story. It was pretty funny. It was pretty hilarious. Throwback says, Riddle versus Styles is like Shamrock versus The Rock. These guys can kick some ass. Well, the the good thing that it isn't like Shamrock and Rock is that (laughs) nobody gave each other CTE with a chair shot because Shamrock and Rock were cracking each other. Uh, But me and Throwback covered that for a retro review on Select next month. He says, those guys can and do kick ass. The only difference is no one used a band stage to destroy someone, (laughs) uh, but both were for the IC title. Let's go ahead and talk about this. This was a good match, as you could expect. Shorter than I expected. Uh, I I love that Riddle's like, man, I'm going to use go to sleeps and power bombs and knees and all that. I love the the Styles inverted power bomb. I love the calf crusher into the bro mission. And I like the clean win. Win him in the ring, lose him in the ring. I like that. Um, I don't like Dane, or Baron Corbin cutting pointless promos. <laughs> Daniel cutting him from his yard, sure. I like this match. I thought Daniel Bryan was training Matt Riddle via Zoom. I thought that's what he was alluding to there. I know Riddle, Riddle was uh, hitting pads with Gulak. We had a mini catch point reunion there. I was waiting for Ninja Malcolm Bivens to to walk through the screen there to really hammer home the catch point stuff. Uh the match was great. I I'm with you. The clean finish, good. I don't want I don't want to invest 15, 20 minutes into any match, much less a main event match, and they get some DQ finish or even some nonsense run-in distraction. There should only be one distraction a week. It's on Thursdays at seven o'clock. I don't want that finish. Uh, in my main event matches, so I liked I liked Riddle uh, selling the disappointment in the loss. He you know he was angry that he got caught because that's that's what it was. He got caught in in the pinfall there, and he was disappointed about it. The series is still one one technically. They can run it back uh, at some point, but I like this match. This is both guys very good professional wrestlers. And Evan Wright says, best heel in the business, Baron Corbin, Sean. (laughs) I love that gimmick. Uh, Baron Corbin does attack uh, afterwards. We had the scoop ski on that this week. Uh, Hits him with an end of days, because that's what Corbin does. They'll have their match at SummerSlam. Cool, but we got to drag out more Baron Corbin promos and more written Matt Riddle promos. No thanks on those. Anakin says... (laughs) Jeremy, if Sean sends you the link, post it to select with your show notes. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Anakin says, Sean, where are these videos? I'm not going to show you all the videos. I might tell the story. Uh, Rob says, I found the bar fight video. Google, watch Ball Ball Fan in a bar fight. Well, you got the only two right here. I thought we were getting an AJ face turn. I think it should happen, too. Where are you on AJ as a face? Do you think that that would work right now? I liked him as kind of the subtle, you know, what's he going to do? We showed respect to to Riddle. Cool. And then he was like, eh, this isn't my fight anymore. Like, I beat this guy. I can walk away. So I'm fine with the, the layer. Hashtag layers, Sean. Uh, yeah. Very fine with the layers on that. We're going to make some, some picks, some quick picks, so to speak, because we haven't gotten them from you yet. We'll do Slammiversary. And uh, Extreme Rules. And, man, these cards both look very good. Evan Wright says, the bodacious barefoot bro. Oh, God. (laughs) God. Uh, Open Challenge, the Rascals versus TBA. Um, Personally, I think, uh, well, first off, whoever updated our event section put Dez and Dez as the Rascals. That would be a neat trick. The Rascals got so high, they learned how to clone. Um, I think it'll be Motor City Machine Guns, and I think the Motor City Machine Guns will win. Eric Young and A1, and Eric Young and A1 will win. The thing I've been pitching is that I do want Eric Young and ODB to just wander onto this show with the, the knockouts championships, the tag championships, as if they've never lost them, and then lose them at the tapings. Moose versus Tommy Dreamer for the TNA Championship. Moose is going to win this match. He's going to win this match. They're not they're not paying him six figures for to to lose to Tommy Dreamer. But what do you think? Yeah, Moose will win. 
Impact Knockouts number one contender gauntlet match. Taya, Kiera, Susie, Rosemary, Nevaeh, Tasha Steeles, Kylie Ray, Alicia Havoc, Kimberly, or Madison Rain. Who you got? Uh, I think Kylie or Taya Valkyrie. I think it's going to be Taya too. Uh, I, I think it should be Kylie. Um, Willie Mack versus Chris Bay. I am most excited for this, honestly. I think they do the title switch and Chris Bay wins. I hope they don't do like any Johnny Swinger shenanigans. I hope Chris Bay just wins outright. Yeah, I mean, I said it on Twitter a while back. He's been in WWE, WCW, TNA. Impact has used Johnny Swinger best, but I don't need him near this match. Yeah. The North defend their tag team championships against Callahan and Shamrock. I got the North winning here. Shamrock and Callahan will do their own thing, I think. I hope that's where they go with it. Um, I could see them going with Shamrock and Callahan for some reason because they're big stars in Impact. Jordan Grace versus Deanna Perrazzo. I got Jordan winning this because Deanna doesn't have a contract. Well, then that, I guess, makes it easy that Jordan will probably win this. Uh, if Jordan wins, then Kylie Ray maybe makes more sense yeah. as the challenger. Ace Austin, Eddie Edwards, Trey Miguel, and TBA for the Impact World Championship. I think TBA will probably be EC3, and I think he'll probably win it. Now, i got to be straight up honest. He didn't tell me where he was going. He told me something that he was doing at midnight, but didn't tell me where he was going. I think it'll be Ace Austin or TBA. TBA will win. TBA is undefeated. I think it's EC3 as well. Eddie Edwards, I don't know if he hinted, but he said he would like it to be EC3. They they seem like they're close friends, so yeah. maybe spoiled something there. But uh, yeah, TBA is who I'm going with. Extreme Rules, the horror show. Apollo Crews The defends. horror show at Extreme Rules, Sean. My bad. Apollo Crews versus MVP, United States Championship. That's got to be Apollo, right? But he hasn't even been on the show for weeks, so... I, I don't doubt that they'll just be like do something that delays this match. Was he? He wasn't on the show last week, was he? No, no. Um, if Apollo is there, I assume he's keeping the title. But we'll see. They should put the title on Lashley, though. Rollins, Mysterio, eye for an eye. I think that Mysterio should win this. Rollins should be this leader that actually doesn't win. So you're gonna have Seth Rollins lose an eye. Like, is he going to do the oh, eye patch gimmick? God damn, yeah, of course he will. I see. I think Seth Rollins should lose. Actually, this is what Joe pitched, and I love it. Ray should lose, get his eye removed. Dominic should undergo an eye transplant, give it to Ray, and Dominic should wrestle his whole career with the eye patch. And now that's we, just that's his career. We know better. Ray's going to go to Columbia, get some stem cells stabbed into his eyeballs. <laughs> And then he'll come back and he'll have like 2010 vision. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, New Day versus Cesaro and Nakamura. SmackDown Tag Team Championships. This is a tables match. I think New Day win. I think they do the switch and Nakamura and Cesaro win. Well, I mean, it's it's been a, what, a six-month build now based on your research. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the stipulation was announced in uh, March. A swamp fight, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, do you think that because the title isn't on the line, Bray can win, or do you think that Bray just won't win and they'll have to bring in the Fiend? I thought that Bray was just going to win because the title wasn't on the line, but then Braun conquered. I don't even know how you win. Like, how do you win this match? Like, Well, it's, I, it's I a think... promotion for Battlegrounds, so they, they get eaten by a, a gator. <laughs> Look, if, if Braun doesn't, like, elbow the Gator, Happy Gilmore style, then I don't know what they're doing in this match. I, I think Bray wins, and then that leads to the Fiend, because Braun said if he wins, then there will be no Fiend. But I guess Braun could be wrong. Alexa Bliss, who was 0 for 1 in her predictions, predicted Braun Strowman. Make of that what you will. I, uh, yeah. I, I They should recreate that viral clip of the guy elbow dropping the, the alligator to save his friends. Yeah. Oh, man. Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Bailey is very clearly winning this one. Yes, I think Bailey is winning. Asuka versus Sasha Banks. I think Asuka is also very clearly. I am of the belief that they will go with Sasha and they will have Sasha and Bailey just hold the gold 
for as long as possible as they delay that match until SummerSlam 2023 when fans can be allowed in the building. Uh, yeah, and I wouldn't hate that. They're so good. I keep saying, like, I feel lucky that I get to watch them. Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph doesn't have a chance in hell. The Rock thinks so. The Rock would love to see it. Do you think they cater their booking to The Rock? They're like, oh my God, pal, The Rock. The Rock says we should put the title on Ziggler. We got to put the title on Dolph. Oh, man. Keep killing it, DZ. Keep killing it, bro. Let's wrap up our super chats. Evan Wright says, calling TBA is Bully Ray. Aces and eights return here. I heard those conversations fell through, but I don't know. Nothing I can report, but I can speculate about it wildly on a podcast that will then get aggregated. <laughs> Willie Mack appreciation tweet from Evan Wright. I love him. I think he'll be a future Impact World Champion. Hannah Moore says, The elite action figures that came in today at Walmart were Rusev, Aiden English, Ronda, Sensational Sherry Roman, and Eric Young. What timing. Damn! Got an interview with Aiden English that'll probably drop next month, I think it is. Throwback27 says, What do you think the guy or guys think was a single moment that started the women's revolution? Since this week was about the women in WWE, I think AJ Lee's pipe bomb. I think her pipe bomb. I think um, the Brie Bella match that, that went like two minutes. And I think Emma and Paige in NXT actually helped do it. What do you think? Whenever Stephanie McMahon decided th- that the women's <laughs> revolution was created is when it was created. Throwback27 says, Going to miss the idea of SummerSlam in Boston. I'm going to miss the idea of anywhere, any any shows anywhere, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Anakin says, How long will Impact have the TNA title with the Impact title also? Quite frankly, the most buzz they've got in the last couple of years has been them reviving the TNA name. If they're going to bring in Eric Young, and I think they're bringing in Motor City Machine Guns, and they've got Moose there who was in TNA and EC3 and Aces and Eights, I think they should go for it. I don't know if they should do Invasion, so to speak, but TNA versus Impact sounds like as much buzz as they can possibly get. Yeah, they can do that. I, the unification match, I feel like, would have to come sometime. We haven't seen it like mix, I guess, because Tessa had been away, but at some point, they've got to blend, right? Yeah. Ed Cool says, what could the Drew Dolph stipulation be? Ah, I said it. It's got to be a sacrifice match where the loser gets their ball sack ripped off. Uh, probably something stupid. Probably like a no DQ match. Ha ha ha. Cause now you operate on the same rules that I do, but you won't cheat. You're a good guy. Ha ha. Hands behind, tied behind the back. Uh, I've, I've heard that one pitched because Drew can still use the Claymore. I still think it should be something like, you got to pin me for two minutes, and all I got to do is pin you for one second to win. That's the stipulation. Give yourself an af- actual advantage, Dolph. Keep killing I, it, DZ. I agree. Guys, leave a thumbs up. Subscribe. All that stuff helps. FightfulSelect.com. We've been hovering around the same area for quite a while, but we have posted so much news over there. This week, uh, we've got reviews of Raw and SmackDown from Alex. I review NXT and AEW. I do a Q&A show every single week. I do 20, 25 minutes of backstage news on the backstage report. Uh, the list goes on every single week. Then the Weekender, if you want like ROH, NWA, assuming it exists in a while, BTE, all that stuff. Uh, our dude Steven Jensen covers it. He'll be on the post-impact show with me tomorrow night. And then I posted a bunch of news this week. The spoiler on the main event, Extreme Rules Odds, updates on NWA, and some of the terrible money offers that they throw out. Uh, rumors on the August 30th show. Combate America speaking with a wrestler. Uh, and word on Eva Lisa's WWE tryout, how that went last year. Impact passing on her. Uh, WWE COVID news. Another WWE call-up was revealed. The WWE schedule. EC3 talking about his future. We have exclusive news up there every single day on Fightful Select. I'm very proud of how that has all unfolded. And pretty soon we will have completely incoherent show notes from SmackDown. (laughs) As if mine weren't bad enough. We'll put those on the lower tier for you. (laughs) Mine are on the $10 tier. Jeremy's will be on the 5 but tell the and people, it, Jeremy, about what you do here. Um, if you go to Fightful.com, my name appears somewhere on the website, on, on some page on the website. I'm yeah, sure you lots can. Of them. Yeah. 
Uh, every the the thing that I, I take the most enjoyment out of is uh, the distraction every Thursday seven seven o'clock. Well, you go to Albert. hell too, Jeremy. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you make me watch SmackDown and take notes. Take notes like a professional professional uh we joe holbert and i you can follow him joe holbert five on twitter uh we sometimes talk wrestling we get off track a lot that's why it's called the distraction uh tuesdays we review movies starring wrestlers sean we reviewed santa's little helper last week it is a monumental week next week money plane is getting reviewed next week i cannot wait for this money plane uh and saturdays uh we play tew if you want to listen to us and watch us fantasy book kind of modern day wwe with a twist check him out guys give him a follow his shows are fantastic we're here all weekend and i mean literally i'm anchored to this goddamn desk all weekend tomorrow at midnight quite frankly at midnight we're going to start covering the talking shop stuff. We're going to start covering what else goes on. Tomorrow, UFC, they're crowning a new flyweight champion. I assume they are. They sure hope they are. Didn't work out too well last time. Impact Slammiversary, we got a live post show. SmackDown, or not SmackDown, but Extreme Rules Sunday. Jeff Hawkins is going to be on the show with me. Throwback 27 caps us off and says, 95 degree day here tomorrow. Thank you guys for a great show. Going to be under hot cars the next four days. And the content you have helps. Hey, check him out. YouTube.com slash throwback27. And Evan Wright says, DX Racer, Sean. Look it up. I don't know what the hell that means. Until next time, guys. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.